Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Irresistible Danger by Ashton Lynn on Wattpad.com. Today we are on chapter 4 titled Checkmate. Closing the door quietly behind you, your eyes began to scan and document your new surroundings. You were in a surprisingly clean room. You were in a surprisingly clean room that must be considered Negan's vision of a living room. There was a sleek black leather couch pressed up against the wall to your left with a tall bookcase beside it. The bookcase was full of random trinkets and books which normally you would have caught your attention since you love to read. However, you were too anxious to let your gaze fall on any one item for too long and so you continued to pursue the room. Looking to the right, you saw a random end table that had stacks of papers and more books. There was also a doorway leading to another room. The door was almost the entire way shut, but through the existing crack you swore you saw what looked like the end of a large bed. Trying not to panic at the thought of what was beyond the door was most likely Negan's bedroom. You jerked your gaze back to more immediate surroundings. Straight in front of you was a large desk made of some shiny wood so dark it looked almost black. The desk also had stacks of books and paper spread on top of it. If you didn't know any better, you'd swear Negan was a fellow bibliophile. Interesting. It was only after you had taken in the... Sorry, excuse me. It was only after you had fully taken in all of the inanimate objects that you finally let your gaze trail over to the man who owned not only the item in the room... But that let, but what felt like every item and person in the entire compound. It was almost as if you had subconsciously known where he was the entire time, but your brain hadn't wanted to fully acknowledge him yet, and so you stalled by staring at everything else in the room first. At this rate, you were going to master the art of stalling in no time at all. Too bad it wasn't a skill you could put on your resume. Negan stood from... Negan stood on the other side of the room, his broad back facing you as he stared silently out a large window that must overlook the main grounds of the compound. He hasn't said a word or so much moved since you entered the room, and his silence caused for you to also stand still, frozen, where you were right inside the doorway. Was he waiting for you to say something? Announce yourself? Standing in the doorway until your legs gave out from nervousness? You thought about walking over and sitting down on the couch, but that would give him the upper hand, literally, and you wanted to stay on an even playing field with him, even if the playing field was possible with your considerable height and size difference. You were standing there for what felt like an eternity, and your mind so immersed with the dilemma of what your next move should be that you jumped about a foot in the air when you heard him clear his throat. You watched warily as he finally turned from the window and fixed his gaze on you. His eyes dank, drank in your appearance, from your slicked back bun, gray t-shirt, down to your faded jeans and worn sneakers. It wasn't as if the apocalypse made it easy to be fashionable, but you still felt a little lacking in comparison to his immaculate outfit. How did he even find a leather jacket that fits so well? and only he could pair it with a red scarf and have it look masculine rather than ridiculous. Hell, he was even wearing a pair of black leather gloves to complete his I'm a total badass image, and you felt slightly 
relieved when you realized Lucille was not currently part of his ensemble. But chances were she was lying around here somewhere. Oh, well, hello, doll. The fuck brings you here? You jolted at his gruff words if you'd been shot, then quickly glanced from side to side, almost expecting to see that some other doll had entered the room. Nope, you were alone. But why would he ask? What if Dwight had... Oh, you were going to kill Dwight if he had thought brought you here under false pretenses. Uh, I thought you wanted me here, but if not, that's fine. I'll be leaving then. Adios. You started for the door, ready to bolt to go find Dwight, so you could give him a slow and painful death, when Negan's chuckle caused you to turn back to face him. Oh, right, he said, tapping his palm against his temple as if he had only just remembered. I did ask you here, didn't I? I wonder why the fuck I did that. Would you like to take a fucking guess? You had been in the room with him for not even five minutes and already you felt so off balance that you were pretty sure a gentle breeze could topple over you. Was this another game he was playing? And if so, what was the correct answer to his riddle? Part of you wanted to grovel and apologize and tell him whatever he wanted to hear so that you could get the fuck out of this room. Unfortunately, there was the other part of you that refused to back down and show any weakness or cowardice. Both parts worn inside of you, but the offenses versus the defensive. In the end, the offensive side kicks the defensive ass, causing you to take two steps forward into the room and respond in a voice that was surprisingly calm and collected. Well, it might have been something to do with last week. I believe there was a walker involved, and as well as some berries. Ring any bells? He gave a bark of laughter in response. His eyes twinkled as he grinned at you. You're a fucking riot, doll. Hell, if I'd known you were this spunky, I'd have fucking sent for you sooner. He walked around the front desk with a signature swagger and leaned back against the large wooden structure, his expression once again serious. He crossed his arms over his chest and appeared to be only half-joking when he drawled. So, the fucking question now, doll, is how I'm to punish you for leaving the fucking compound. You tried to swallow around the lump that instantly formed in your throat at his words. How about I write an apology letter and say 50 Hail Marys? You asked dryly, causing one of Negan's lips to quirk upward in a sideways smirk. You felt so out of your league trying to verbally spar with him. But you also had a feeling that your wit and refusal to cower might have been what was keeping him in a playful mood. You really hoped you could keep up with him and didn't want to make a mistake or say something that caused the line into foolishness. You really think that would be enough when you're not only fucking disobeying my rules to stay in the sanctuary, but also fucking putting yourself in danger and almost got your damn fucking face bitten off? He growled. He showed his pearly whites and lifted one arm to point a gloved, covered finger at you and proclaimed, For that, you're going to do more than fucking pray. You wish you were actually a religious woman, because perhaps having prayer as a current opinion would kept your legs from starting to feel as if they were made of jello, or help rid your thought of the lump that now, as though it had grown in the size of a baseball. Standing up from the desk, Negan took a few long strides across the room towards you, which in turn caused you to back up a step. Perhaps I should start with having my men watch you more closely, make sure you don't fucking escape again, 
Maybe we could even get a fucking collar for you, since you apparently need a tighter leash. He growled. Your eyes felt wide like saucers as you watched Negan take a few more steps towards you, coming dangerously close to invading your personal space. You went to take another step back, only to feel yourself bump into the wall beside the doorway. Negan kept advancing, that damn perfect grin still on his face. Your emotions were currently flying all over the place. You were scared and about to piss your pants. But that was also the unidentifiable emotion that was coursing through you. You were embarrassed to admit that when Negan had mentioned the caller, you had felt a small rush of heat flare in your stomach and travel lower to settle in an area that you were not comfortable acknowledging at the moment. Negan stopped directly in front of you. He brought one of his hands and placed it on the wall beside your head, effectively caging you in. He was so close that you could count the individual teeth on his zipped jacket that was inches from your nose. You knew that if you looked up, your face would be his face would be right above yours, that filthy, beautiful mouth only inches away. You wanted him. The thought hit you like a ton of bricks as the source of the un unidentified emotion you were feeling became known. It was desire. Realization hit you like a sledgehammer that you had been trying to deny this from the first day you had met him. It had only grown worse after your encounter in the woods, but you had been able to fool yourself into thinking that you only felt gratitude to him for killing the walker and not turning Lucille on you as well. And the disappointment you had felt when he hadn't shown up at dinner the past week? No, you had told yourself you were just annoyed that he acted as though he was above everyone else and wouldn't join them for your meal. You currently found that your inner denial was crumbling as his musky smell filled your nostrils and his body heat seemed to envelop, in, yeah, envelop you like a cloak despite the fact that you hadn't even touched you yet. Yet. Oh God, what was wrong with you? This was wrong on so many levels. The man had multiple wives, for Christ's sake. He was violent and domineering and arrogant as hell. None of those qualities would be attractive, and typically they weren't. But on him? You felt more than you saw him grind, grin down at you. And if you had listened hard enough, you swore you could hear his breathing passing in and out between his lips. You've gone awfully quiet, doll. Cat, got your tongue? His voice. God, his voice. It was so deep and rough, like sandpaper running over gravel. And it was just your imagination, or did he sound even lower and huskier than usual? You knew you were going to hell for this, but you couldn't seem to stop yourself. Raising your head, you trailed your eyes over his strong throat and grizzled chin and locked onto your, your gaze onto his. You knew that your expression wasn't showcasing only fear anymore. You could feel the flush that had started to spread over your cheeks, and your mouth was parted slightly to bring enough oxygen to keep up with your accelerated heartbeat. You, could, you couldn't repress a slight gasp when you saw an answer. <laughs> you couldn't repress a sight. God dang it, I'm so sorry. You couldn't repress a slight gasp when you saw an answering flare of heat enter Negan's eyes. You felt like you were being scolded by his tawny gaze. He brought the gloved hand not only to the wall and gently grup, gripped your chin, the feeling of the cold leather causing a slight shiver to go through you. 
You found yourself unable to break his stare, even though you were certain he could easily read the inner turmoil on your face. It was he who finally broke eye contact, his gaze dropping down to focus on your parted lips. You felt almost dizzy, as though you were standing on a... I have no idea what this word is. Precipe and unaware which way lay heaven and which way lay hell. Negan leaned down slightly until his face was so close to yours that it was difficult to keep him in focus. His lips were centimeters away from yours and you felt the warm puffs of air leave his mouth as he purved. Purred. Checkmate doll. Your move. That was such a hard chapter for me to read. I incredibly apologize for that. I do have a speech impediment and dyslexia, so therefore some words were harder than others. And just trying to keep up with the chapter in general. But anyway, if you guys liked, please check out the other chapters uh, that I have read, as well as other series that I have read. Uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you guys in the next podcast. Bye-bye.